Hey y'all, and welcome back to another Imperfectly Me podcast episode brought to you by Jazz Fusion Studios. Now remember, Jazz Fusion Studios is a non-profit organization located here in lovely Christchurch, New Zealand. Our goal is to eradicate loneliness, decrease stress, anxiety, and depression. And how do we do that? I'm so glad you asked that question. We do that through creativity. We believe that creativity is a great way to reduce these symptoms as well as eradicating loneliness. So if you're feeling a little stressed, why not try a little creativity? You know, try it out. See how it is. Contact me. Let me know how you feel. You know, all the things. All right. Now for today's episode, we'll be joined by my guest, Jed Robinson. Now let me tell you a little bit about him. He's pretty epic. Jed is a former pro rugby player. That's amazing, right? Pretty awesome. He used to play for the Hurricanes, the Rebels, the Highlands, and the Crusaders. So a little bit for everyone out there that is pretty amazing. He's also a qualified physical trainer and a dad of four young children. He's originally from Wellington, but has been in Christchurch for the last five years. Jed, thank you so much for joining me on the show. Great intro. Thanks for that, Jess. Appreciate that. Yeah, no worries. Can you tell us a little bit about the home arena and a little bit more about yourself before we get started? Yeah, so probably starting with myself. As you alluded, I played uh, professional rugby for about 10 years, from about 2007 to 2016, and played for four different sides. So there'll be someone on the podcast that follows some team that I played for. So that's, that's probably a good thing. And then obviously through that time, got to learn a lot of experience around how to be healthy as well as performing to be an athlete, which was really cool and got to meet some really, really high profile people in terms of coaches, players, mental skills, uh, coaches, a whole lot of raft of people that try and get the best out of you. So yeah, and then from there, as I've retired, I've obviously gone down the personal training route, which I was doing a bit before I kind of cracked into my career and then I've got a various other little things that I do on the side I've got a little wood fire pizza truck called Fed by Jed which I do some catering for and then I deliver some education for drug-free sport New Zealand to kind of all aspiring athletes and just talk to them around drugs and supplements and stuff like that and then um, have just started the home arena which is kind of a online home-based exercise platform Post-COVID, obviously, a lot of people were doing stuff online and it's become kind of the new norm. And I've kind of jumped on that bandwagon. And if, um, as of in two days, we'll start up my own um, new online exercise program. That's awesome. See, like I told you guys, he's pretty epic from pizza to the home arena to, I mean, he does everything, wears many hats. And you are truly a man of many talents. Yeah, what I normally tell people is, is I've just got good range. I've got good range along a lot of areas. <laughs> yeah, that, that's so true. It, it definitely shows. That's pretty amazing. Now, on uh, Jed's website, The Home Arena, which I will link down in the description of the podcast for you guys to check out, there are three pillars that they focus on. And the pillars are mindset, exercise, and nutrition. Um, can you talk a little bit about each one of those? Yeah, so uh, probably what I alluded to before around my career is what, what you learn is... Um, Obviously, we all talk lots about exercise and how, how that makes us feel better. And we know that um, exercise isn't like compartmentalized away from our mind or how we think. And they, they're kind of interlinked. So if we're feeling good mentally, we generally exercise and vice versa. Um, and exercise makes us feel better. And then the, probably the, so we always know those, those have been linked. And then the nutrition thing, I learned a lot more about trying to get the best out of my body as a player. And then wanted to add that as kind of to make that kind of triangle 
of um, areas to get the best out of people. And it's normally the one that people let go the most, but it's the hardest as well, because as we all know, um, to exercise 30 minutes a day, that's what, 1 48th of your day, but food's constantly at us all the time. Um, and that can wear us down. And, and, and there's so many different marketing strategies around how you should eat and what you should eat, which makes it really hard to know what is the best thing for yourself. Um, so with, with the home arenas, obviously exercise is a big part of what we do, but we want to deliver content around exercise and your mindset to try and get the best out of yourself. And the arena that I learned in, give it into your home to make your home your arena. So that's effectively how I came up with the name. That's awesome. I love it. I, I really do. Cause I mean, being a mom of, of four myself and, you know, working from home and everything, my home is pretty much where I'm at all the time. So to be able to bring that into my home actually makes it a lot more um, reachable for me. So I don't feel like I have to, you know, find sitters for the kids or, you know, get dressed in any certain way. I can just do it from home. So that's actually pretty amazing. You are reaching people where they're most comfortable. Yeah, exactly. And that's the goal. And there's probably two things when you look at anyone that wants to get healthy in any way. Um, we always come up with some not excuses, but find ways which make it too hard. Um, and time and money are generally the top two on the list. Um, so hopefully by having it at home, that time portion makes it a lot easier. Um, that barrier gets taken away. And then it's free for, for July, but then um, it's only $12 a month to do it. So effectively, it's the, the cost of Netflix. So in terms of money, I'm trying to make it as um, available to the most amount of people as possible, if that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. So it's available, you guys. I mean, the whole month of July is free for you guys to try it. So there's there's not many excuses as to why you're not, you know, giving it a try. So today for this particular episode, we're going to focus on the first pillar, which is the, the pillar of mindset. So I looked at, um, I'm not going to, I don't want to give any spoilers away on the awesome website, but there is a amazing video down at the bottom that, that actually pulled my attention to this particular pillar. Um, so if we could just talk about what your idea about mindset is and, and how how that relates to us being able to, to live a more healthy lifestyle? Mindset's obviously, it's our brain's really intricate, right? Like there's so much going on. There's so many neural pathways. And again, it's it's very hard to know exactly what, what is mindset and what it what it should be. But about when I was about 23, I read a, I read a book called Mindset, actually. I started down this pathway of a thing called growth mindset, fixed mindset. And a lot of people would have heard about this. And it's it's in a lot of American schools, um, and now is in a lot of New Zealand schools. And it's a lady called Carol Dweck, um, and she basically did a thesis on trying to determine what type of mindsets people had around learning and if it affected how they learned. So effectively, what, what growth mindset is, is it's the power of believing that you can improve at anything you want. And you, you're not. And a fixed mindset person believes they were born with a gift so for instance, Jazz, you were, you were born to do podcasts, but if I asked you to be a mum, you'd say, no, no, I can't do that. I, I'm, I just deliver podcasts. That's, that's what I'm good at. That's my gift. Um, where a growth mindset person believes if, they, if they're passionate about something, they have the power to improve at that. Um, and there's a lot of brain stuff going on that shows that that is actually the case. And it's a thing called malleable intelligence theory. So if you push yourself outside your comfort zone, um, effectively what happens to your brain as it, it fires up and, and it goes, you, you beauty, you're firing me up here. Um, I'm, I'm going to grow. I'm going to adapt. I'm going to learn. And eventually I'm going to learn that skill or whatever you're trying to teach me. And the problem is with fixed mindset people, 
is they won't go outside their comfort zone unless it's their gift. So what what my worry is is, and it's generally about eighteen to ninety percent of the population of people aren't following their passion or their dreams because one, they're worried about going outside their comfort zone and worrying this isn't my gift, and two, they're worried about failure about when they get out there. But actually, you need to fail to push yourself outside your comfort zone so your brain can grow and you can learn those new things. So when you put that all together, it's effectively, it's a mental attitude that determines how you react and respond in situations. And if, and if I use a part of what you, you saw on there, there's a, um, there's a really good story around how Carol wanted to prove this theory. So she went into a group of Olympic athletes um, and they were swimmers and said to the coach, get them all to swim their best event. So they all swim their best event, and then she says to the coach, tell them they did two seconds slower than they actually did. So you can imagine with high-level swimming athletes, two seconds is a massive chunk of time, and you can imagine if they've been just been told they've done two seconds slower than they thought they would do, they're obviously going to be pretty disappointed with their performance and pretty gutted with the whole situation. And then she says to the coach, give them four hours rest and get them to repeat the event. Now she wants to see what their mental attitude is once they have to repeat their event. So everyone that was a growth mindset person, swimmer, goes, okay, what can I focus on with the process? So I've got to focus on pushing off the wall, my breathing, my stroke length, anything that has to do with the process with swimming. The fixed mindset swimmer goes, I tried my hardest, I'll swim again, but I actually don't know, I can't do any better, that's, that's everything I can do. So they all swim again. Everyone that was a growth mindset person did the original time or better. Everyone that was a fixed mindset person did the original time or worse. The only difference is they started with two different mindsets before they started. Wow. That is, that's pretty awesome. And you know what I love about it is that the growth mindset and the fixed mindset, you can actually see that play out in how we live our lives, our daily lives, um, because it, there is a lot of stress in both areas. So when you have a growth mindset and you want to move and do something more, just because you're passionate about it or maybe you're just interested or curious about it, you you go and try it, but that doesn't mean that there's no stress. And then when you're a fixed mindset person and you're pushed outside of your comfort zone, there is still that stress, but each one deals with it a little bit differently. Um, and that's actually really, really interesting. And the whole, I've never thought about the growth mindset versus the fixed mindset, but it is very interesting. In your, um, the home arena and how you guys deal with this pillar, how do you relate that to how people deal with their stress? Well, it's a very good point. So there's a lot of this is just building awareness. So for instance, you've obviously know a little bit about mindset, but I probably just taught you something new already. Mm -hmm. So now when you go into a situation, which is hard, where it challenges you, or there's an obstacle, because now you have some awareness around what's going on with your brain and how you can think, that might just flip you to keep going in something that you want to do. And that's probably the main thing about the home arena is I learned this along my career, but I, I had to be in a really high level athlete environment to learn that. But why does that have to be the case? I can teach this to the people at home. So one, when you're in exercise and it's hard and you want to give up and your mind's telling you to stop, Actually, can you, in that challenge, can I push through? Can I keep going? And secondly, how can you take some of that information and use it with your work life or at home or with your family? And the, probably the best way I use it now is, is, so if I'm in a situation, let's say I'm in a room and um, there's a speaker talking and you know how like sometimes you're like, oh, I want to ask a question. Oh, I don't know if I'll ask the question or not. I'll, I'll just say in my head, Jed, are you fixed mindset or growth mindset? And I'll just go growth mindset and I'll put up my hand and ask the question. Because now I know I can coach, I can change my brain to, to take away from that negative bias and actually do what it wants to do. So I'll still be nervous, 
but I've actually coached myself to do that. Now, the thing with growth mindset and fixed mindset, it's not your one or the other. There'll be certain things that you, you'll lean towards either way. It's like a continuum scale. I always say with myself, um, if you told me to sing, like go karaoke, that's like one of my like biggest anxious anxiety things in my life is doing karaoke in front of people. So then I, I'm really fixed mindset with it. No, I can't do that. But at least I know what I'm saying and I'm aware of what I'm saying. I'm not, we're in other situations if I didn't, and there's lots of people that want to do stuff, but they just won't go there because they don't really know what's going on in their brain. Um, and that's effectively what I want to teach people in the home arena. Yeah, that's that's pretty awesome. So it's it's more about actually learning how your brain works. So the brain is a gigantic muscle. And I think a lot of people don't see it that way. But the brain is a muscle and it's very trainable. So the more that you train it, uh, just like when you're when you're exercising, it doesn't always feel good when you first start doing something that you're not used to but it grows, it, it can grow with you. So that's pretty amazing. And to even put that into your life. So if you have something, you listeners out there, if you guys have something that you want to try to do, whether it be play professional rugby or, or anything, you know, draw, dance, whatever you may want to do, be, you know, be the strong man, you can do that. And it's just about your mindset and not letting your mind run you but running your mind and actually honing into what your thoughts are and why your thoughts are that way. So um, Jed, just another question for you. What really drives you in wanting to help people? Do you have any like personal experiences that you've you know seen this in? Um, yeah, it's probably a couple of things. I genuinely get kicks out of wanting to help people grow and that, you know what it's like. If um, In terms of staying healthy and feeling well, actually helping people makes you feel healthy. And there's a lot of positive psychology around that, that, um, if you're feeling really down, the first thing you should do is go help someone else. And the long lasting effects of that is, is huge past maybe eating something you like or doing, going to the movies. Um, so I think part of it is this is what makes me happy and makes me well is helping other people do this kind of stuff. And probably second, I'm just quite a passionate guy. I probably felt like in my career, um, I would have classed myself as quite a battler. So I wasn't, even though I hate the word, I wasn't hugely talented but I had a lot of growth mindset, which I didn't know at the time. And that was probably the difference between me and a lot of other people becoming a professional rugby player and the others that didn't. And I think that's a bit sad, honestly, that there's people that have missed out just because they actually could have done it, but their mind let them down, not their body, not anything else. So I think um, I'm just passionate about trying to give that to the people and say, actually, let's, let's change this. If there's 90% of the people that aren't following their dreams, how about I make that 50%? <laughs> And I can help those people along the way to actually go, let's follow your dreams or your passions and have a crack at it and see what happens. I love that. And I, I really want to point out a couple of things, just, just in case you guys missed it. He said, a lot of the times, it's not your body that lets you down. It's your mind that lets you down. That That is amazing. Let's just say it one more time. A lot of the times, it's your mind that lets you down and not your body. I mean, think about it. Stress is inside of your body. It's not in the atmosphere. You don't have stress outside. It's normally how you feel about a situation. Same thing with anxiety. D depression is the same way, which is why sometimes you can have somebody next to you that has stress, anxiety, depression, and you don't necessarily know it because it's not an atmospherical thing as much as it is an inside thing. One thing that, that Jed said is he likes to help people because that has such a long lasting effect more than eating something that is maybe yummy like cake you know I like cake <laughs> <laughs> or going out and doing something like going to the movies but I know there are some of you guys who heard that and thought to yourself I don't have anything to do to help anybody that's a mindset thing 
So, you know, let's just, let's really try to take what he's saying. Because, I mean, Jen is saying some pretty amazing things. I, I mean, I'm learning so much from you right now. Just take some of those things and really try to apply it into yourself. So um, as we as we go to wrap up this podcast, Jed, is there anything that you can tell to our listeners who may be struggling with this mindset and how to apply it to their daily life? Probably the thing is what I would say. It's um, I can't remember who told me this. It's in a book I read, and it's basically called the Book of Small Experiments. So what we when we're all wondering about trying something new, we always try and we make it a mountain. So we go, look, this is oh, I want to do this, but it, you, you're kind of thinking, and it's so far away, and it's a big mountain. So just start with something small, start a little small book of experiments. So it may be that you decide to do a knitting class and that's going to be once a month. Or it could be like you said that you learn, you do an art, um, an art class and you just sign in for the first class. But what you actually end up doing is you're just, you're experimenting. And at the worst, all that's happening is, like I talked before, is you're actually just trying something and developing a bit of range. And if you decide it's not for you, that's okay. But along the line, with those experiments, you're going to find something that becomes your a thing called your match quality, what you're passionate about, and then you can follow that and kind of chip away at it, and it will become something bigger over time. But because we're always worried about doing something, can we just make it a big mountain? Just start with something small, give it a crack, see see where it leads you. And at the worst, you did a you did an art class for six weeks, or you read a new book, so you've just developed a little bit of range, learned something new, but it just wasn't for you, and that's fine. And then if we do that over and over, we'll find something that's that we're passionate about and then fo- and follow it and, and see where it takes you. That is pretty amazing. Now, I don't know if you guys, I mean, go back with me all the way back to the first podcast. We talked about doing a self-check, which was getting to know yourself. And I, I asked some pretty silly questions like, what's your middle name and things like that. But I mean, really what, what Jed is, is saying here is when you start to experiment with like little things like, oh, well, I, I like to draw a little bit. Even if you don't think that you're the best drawer in the world, you just try a little experiment. You just try a little bit here and there. And you teach yourself not to be so stuck in your own mind, but to let your body kind of experience these things, which is amazing. And if we use that same mindset for those who maybe feel like there aren't anybody who really cares, like... I know that's a feeling. I've had that before. Like nobody around me cares. Even if I was to open up my mouth and tell you how I feel, you won't care. But just try it. Just like he was saying, a little bit of an experiment. Just try one person and then try another person and then try another person. And what you're going to find out is that your mind can sometimes trap you into believing what's not true. So... I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And I, I really hope that we can get you back on the podcast one day because I feel like there's just so much more to unpack. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, there is, and this, honestly, as you know, this is only, I've only given you the little bits of what I've learned. There's some great stuff on positive psychology and um, how your brain works and um, yeah, heaps of stuff. Love, love to be back and, and speak some more. See, we're going to have to have him back. So you guys keep a lookout for Jed Robinson and also the home arena, which I, like I said, I will post the link down in the description. So have a look at that. It is pretty amazing. Thank you, Jed, so much for giving some of your time to us to just learn, just even just crack at the beginning of, of the mindset. That was absolutely amazing. And so for me, it was, I just learned so much. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. Appreciate you you getting me on the podcast. Of course. Now to my lovely listeners, remember, if you have something that you want to talk about, talk about it. It's not trivial and you are not trivial. You're very important. You are loved. You are a wonderful, valued person. Okay. And repeat after me, as imperfect as I am, I'm perfectly me. All right, you guys, until the next episode, stay tuned. I'll let you know what's going to happen next time. All right. Bye y'all.
Thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of Imperfectly Me, the podcast brought to you by Jazz Fusion Studios. Remember, we are a nonprofit organization as well as a registered charity here in Christchurch, New Zealand. We depend on donations from listeners like you to keep us on the air, running and helping those who need the positive words that we can give them. Go to the website, www.jazzfusionstudios.org. Click on the donate tab and you know, give a little donation. Or if you just are interested in volunteering or just getting involved with us, send us a little a little hello in our contact tab. That would be fantastic. We love hearing from you guys. So comment down below if this episode meant something to you, if you learned something new. And also don't be shy. Comment if you want to hear something specific for the next episode. We'd love to hear that as well. Music from this episode is brought to you by Purple Planet. So thank you, Purple Planet, for the wonderful music. Until next time.